I have six vintage buses, a Eurovan, and a Subaru that looks like a bus. That's Seth Saavedra from Lake Norman in North Carolina. I'm Ryan. I'm Miracle. And this is So You Owned a VW Bus. Okay, we have a 1974 Riviera, a 1970 Transporter, a 1967 Camper, a 1974 Camper, a 1995, I don't even know what that is, um, just a blank canvas, Camper, I think, 15 window, and then... Um, what am I missing? I think that's it. How many was that? I didn't count. Uh, it was quite a few. <laughs> and then, and and then, then the Eurovan. The teal. The Euro teal Eurovan. And then the Subaru that you haven't seen. Sess contacted us before we departed on our 49-state tour and our own VW bus, Addy. She sent me this picture of her buses lined up on the shores of Lake Norman and said, you need to come out to North Carolina. We put her on the map right away, and a mere 12 weeks into our journey, we were able to meet her and her husband, Doug, and their lovely pack of dogs. I had to know how someone comes to have such a collection of buses. So last year, so we have a rescue. We rescue dogs. And so last year, when we started fostering again, we um, delivered two dogs to their families in my RAV4, at the back of my RAV4. And I, I came home, I told Doug, if we're going to do this, it's a pa pandemic, we don't have adoption events, wouldn't it be cool if we, if we deliver them in a bus? And he said, you're crazy. <laughs> so I went on eBay and I found one. I found a bus and I, I was going to bid on it. Instead, I emailed the person selling it and said, can I just, you know, can I just buy it, not the, stop the bid, so stop the auction? And she started explaining to me, well, it's a photo booth, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I don't really care about that. So just how much is it? And so we negotiated a price. Doug and I went to Atlanta to take a look at it, and it's perfect. And I opened it, and there's a photo booth inside. I said, there's a photo booth inside? And he goes, I don't know what that means. There's a photo booth inside. And I said, um, we can make a business out of this. And he goes, I don't understand what you mean. So on our way back home, I started researching in Google, is there a photo booth inside a Volkswagen bus? And there's a franchise in the West Coast. And I, so Doug franchise, like he got interested in it. And I said, so if I'm going to do a business out of this, to replace my corporate paycheck, I have to have at least five buses. And I run them through the math. This is how it's going to look. Half time of the year is booked it's going to replace my corporate paycheck. So I ended up with six buses. And then when you start having those repairs, I realized I need my corporate paycheck to pay for these repairs. <laughs> so the plan is, so we have the photo booth and we're, each bus can be a photo booth. I've, I've figured out a way where we could configure what it looks like inside, and I would look, show you that later on um, as a photo booth. That's the original plan, and since November, we started renting it out as a photo prop, a backdrop. So everybody loved the red bus for Christmas, 
and I'm not sure if you've seen pictures of it, the photographers would, I would just drop it off and photographers would decorate it, deck it out for Christmas and families would come in and take pictures. And I get the rate for my, I get my rate, they get their rate. And I think that August, this August was my first month of break even. Prior to that, I was like, just out of pocket. It was then that it dawned on me that Sess and Doug purchased all six of their buses in the last year. To be fair, Ryan has a hard time making any large investment, let alone six. When the pandemic started, Rocky, my, my youngest son, lost his job for a couple of months. And I said, and the stock market went down at the end of March. And I thought, okay. And I saw my, my 401k like go down so much. And I said, I can't risk all my savings go away. If something happens to me, nothing's going to be left with the kids. So I said, I'm going to take out all my retirement money off the stock market and then put it in the buses, which probably is the best financial decision I've ever made. Because these, when I bought them at the right time, they're probably all worth more than two times I bought them for. All of them. For sure. Yeah. 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 And then so when I bought the first bus, the 1974 Riviera, at the same day, I was bidding on the Eurovan in eBay. After my conversation with the the Volkswagen bus, as soon as I hang up, I look at my phone in eBay. I said, I want the Eurovan. <laughs> I want the bid for the Eurovan. And Doug goes, what are you going to do? Do you have to buy it? No, but I want to buy it. <laughs> Hey, baby, I think we should invest in buses. Sweetheart, we quit our jobs and we live in our bus full time. I think we're invested. I mean, I want to have a fleet. You would need to find more drivers. How hard could that be? But my daughter, who's in California, she's in Los Angeles, um, has volunteered to manage my emails and calendar. (laughs) My youngest son, Rocky, has volunteered to do events. And my goal for the next five years while I'm still working my full-time job is that I don't have to be in the event. So one of the challenges that I've had in the past year is looking for drivers that actually know how to drive them. I've hired, I've had two of them that actually broke. (laughs) Yeah. There was one guy, he came, he was recommended by somebody I know. He, we were going to go to an event in Mooresville going north of Cornelius and um, first of all he backed out my driveway hit my mailbox with the red bus <laughs> like hit my mail I watched him do it I was in the Eurovan I was going to follow him I watched him do it and my instinct at that time was like we just need to get to the event and so I said just, just go and then he goes on highway 73 and went south and I'm on the phone with Doug, and I said, oh my God, he's stealing my bus. <laughs> I had the GPS, I had his GPS set up to go to north of Cornelius, and he went south. And I'm trying to call him, he's not answering. I'm calling Doug, oh my God, he's stealing my bus. And I'm like so frantic, and Doug goes, calm down, calm down. And he finally went on the first exit, the next exit, and I said, where are you going? And he goes, I'm just following the GPS that you put in my phone. I said, 
You're going the wrong way. You know what? Let's just go home. And we went home. We didn't get to the event. The next guy that I hired, I said, we were going to go to a car show, and he drives the red. I said, why don't you take the red bus home, and then we'll meet you at the car show tomorrow. And then he calls me a few hours later. He goes, there's something wrong with the red bus. I said, what do you mean there's something wrong with the red bus? Well, it won't go into gear. I said, what do you mean? I don't know. I, just, I, I was in traffic, and it just won't go, and I just drove home in reverse to my mom's house with his daughter. And I said, you, you know what? Let me just go have it towed to my mechanic. Next time, don't do that. We have roadside assistance. <laughs> if it breaks down, you know, pull the side of the road and just have it towed. And then my mechanic said, I'll tell you exactly what he did. He, he did a violent downshift and the clutch exploded. Like it exploded. So needless to say, I had to let him go. <laughs> so, so far now, we have Doug driving the buses on weekends for my events, which I have to beg him to do. Um, another guy that I hired, Scott, who's like perfect. He he knows how to drive. I've seen him drive it. He babies them. And then um, I'm trying to teach Rocky how to drive them. So that's the biggest challenge, finding drivers that know actually how to handle them. That sounds like a nerve-wracking business, actually. We had to ask if her children thought she was crazy. Rocky gets it. Katie, when she saw it for the first time when, on Thanksgiving, um, she she was just flabbergasted by the reaction of people. When people go in with a photo booth and they're happy and everybody's happy. You go to happy events and it just resonates happiness, you know. You go to happy events. Everybody loves it. There was one woman that went in the, bu- in the bus and she was wearing black and red, matching with her little girl. And she, they were the first ones in the photo booth. And they said, and I couldn't make it work. I'm just like so stressed out. I couldn't make it work. I goes, hold on. I'm so sorry. She goes, don't worry. We're not going to go anywhere until this works. <laughs> she, and she, when Katie saw how, how people reacted, but we were there for like, six hours and like standing all day and she goes it's just amazing how people love it and it's you know with everything that happened last year with the pandemic and all that you see how people smile and laughter and I think that's just something that's just a great feeling to see and she loves it like so many VW bus owners who take a risk and let's face it owning a 40 or 50 year old vehicle is a risk right we had to know what motivates us. So eight years ago, I was in the Philippines. I went back to the Philippines from California, and I really wanted to have some kind of charity. I foster kids. Um, that's what I wanted to do. I sponsored um, a, young adults in um, college. I think I spo- sponsored two young adults to go through college. And then when things didn't work out, I had to go back to California, started my, my career all over again. And when I met Doug, I th- thought it was a good opportunity to restart that again, you know, have the business to get out of the corporate world and have the charity. I think charity, I think the way I grew up and watching my mom help other kids um, made me realize I need to have some kind of charity in, you know, volunteer work. 
it's hard to help people. So I chose to help dogs. <laughs> and that's that. So that's what we have right now. We have, I have the side business. I have the charity organization. And I think that's what I want to do in the next five years. We finally got a nonprofit status in December. It's called Harvard School of Dogs. We're in Instagram and we're in um, Facebook. Harvard School of Dogs. And if they're interested in renting out the photo booth. It's called The Beetle Bus. And they can find you on Instagram, Facebook, and also the, my website, thebeetlebus.com. Well, the dogs are lucky. Yes. And we are lucky to have the dogs. Yeah. I think the dogs make me and Doug complete. Aww. I think our dog, Jolene, makes us complete. Our journey would not be the same without her. You can see our beautiful pup on our Instagram, On the Road with Addie. And you can read about all the dog-friendly places we've been visiting on our website, ontheroadwithaddy.com. Special thanks to the Yamachowski Foundation for making this podcast possible. Until next time, everyone.